And good evening, everyone, and welcome in to the Orange Fire Media Podcast. I'm Russ Renault, your host, and thank you for joining us here on episode number six. This is our sixth week of, of doing this, and just wanted to say thanks to everybody who's been here from the beginning. Wanted to thank everyone who's just joining us for the first time, and I'll let you know what we do here. Every Sunday night, 9 p.m. Central Time, we talk about the, the UFC event that just happened. We talk about what, what we're going to do going forward. Um, some fights to make after after those events, um, what's on the schedule already, and then we will get in and we will open up some cards because that, that's what we're here for. That's what makes us different. We're not a break. Uh, this is just you know just what uh, we do for fun on here. Um, although everything is available and you can make offers, and uh, you can reach me at Russ at orange-fire.com. I uh, reach us on all the social media platforms at Orange Fire Media, and this is the Orange Fire Media podcast. And just want to say thanks again, to everybody who's been here from the beginning. And what we we had hoped to do uh, when we first started out was uh, we wanted to to give away cards, and I'll get to that, and and I'll show you some stuff in just in just a few minutes, but. Um, we were hoping to do our first subscriber card giveaway tonight, but um, just with things getting started, um, I'm sure everybody can imagine how hard it is to, to kind of get something like this off the ground and a little bit more difficult than I thought it was going to be. Um, obviously, you see the subscriber numbers aren't uh, real high right now, but we're, we're working on that, uh, trying to promote this podcast as much as we can. And for those of you who have been consistent, are watching it on a regular basis uh, and you have friends who are in the hobby who like the UFC that that you let them know um, and that we can grow this podcast because um, I just want to open cards you want to get get cards in the hands of the people who, who want them if you uh, collect somebody in particular you can let me know I've got the chat open if you want to uh, send me a message. I can see it. Um, just tell me who you PC. We can talk about stuff that that's on the chat. Um, if you have any questions, just send those in. Um, it's right there for you. And just let me know. And, and we'll talk about what you want to talk about, not just what I want to talk about every week. Um, so first, we're going to talk about UFC 285 that happened last night. And that was phenomenal. Uh, we're going to talk about the upcoming fight cards. We're going to get to our hobby top five. That's kind of our segment that, that we like to do every week. Talk about the hottest five fighters in the hobby not so much um, in the octagon itself but uh, whose cards are hot right now who are people chasing who they after Um, we'll talk about uh, who our hobby top five is for this week a little bit of movement in that you know had didn't have much movement the first couple of weeks but now we're starting to see some changes and i'm sure when that new prism product drops in a month or so that, that we'll see even more so we're looking forward to that, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. So uh, just appreciate everybody coming on the show. What we've got coming up is we will be opening a box of retail optic and a box of hobby optic tonight. So we're going to do that for the next two weeks. Um, we've got uh, two optic hobbies, two optic retails, so we're going to open one of each, each of the next two weeks, and I think you can see See that peeking out up the, the top of the screen right here? Uh, the, the last hobby box I have um, right now is a box of 22 Prism, and we'll get to that in two weeks. 
So that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be opening uh, some hobby boxes. We opened a box of Immaculate each of the last two weeks, and, and we'll show you when we get to that segment where we start opening cards, I'll show you what we pulled out of those. And we'll also get um, to what our card giveaways are. Really excited about those. Really excited to get them started, and I'm really sorry for, for everybody kind of over-promised and under-delivered on that, but we're going to give away cards. We're going to give away more because um, once we open the rest of these 22 products, that's when we'll do the card giveaways because we can add to these lots that we have going. Uh, whatever we pull out of the retail and anything that's not really low numbered, um, or who knows, maybe we'll just throw in a low numbered card into, into these lots. We've got five fighters and we'll talk about those as we go on. But first, let's get to UFC 285. What an awesome night. Hope you got to see that. Hope you go back and watch it um, if you haven't. Uh, what, what a night. Let's just start off with, with the main event and the return of John Bones Jones to the heavyweight division this time, taking on the number one contender, Surreal Gone. And what a walkthrough for, for Johnny Bones. Uh, Jones getting the job done. Submission win, first round. Uh, made it really look easy. And now the heavyweight king. And we'll talk about what's next for him uh, in just a few minutes once we kind of get through the rest of the card. Another, just a tremendous upset last night. Uh, really one of the only ones. Uh, you know, it kind of gone chalk for, for the whole night until you got to the co-main event. And the sixth-ranked women's flyweight Alexa Grasso becoming the new champion with a victory over the legend Valentina Shevchenko. Grasso getting submission in the fourth round. So congratulations to you if you bet on that fight and you had Grasso by submission. Um, and uh, in, in with the over-under on, on rounds three and a half, four. So uh, congrats if you, if you had that on your betting ticket. What a night for Alexa Grasso. And we'll talk about what that means for the women's flyweight division. Also last night we had in the welterweight division, the man Shavkat. Rachmanov defeating Jeff Neal, getting the standing submission on the rear naked choke. Uh, just another tremendous performance by Shavkat. We'll talk about him. I'm sure you may see him in our hobby top five. Don't want to give that away too soon, but just a great performance. 17-0, all 17 wins via the finish. So Shavkat really jumping up the the rankings in an impressive win last night. We got to Mateus Gamrot defeating Jalen Turner in what was not the most exciting uh, of matchups. Gamrot really uh, taking it to the mat and holding on to, to Jalen Turner. I think Jalen landed the more significant shots. Gamrot came in ranked number seven. Turner came in ranked number 10 in the lightweight division. And really, Gamrot taking Turner down, and it ended up being a split decision. And Gamrot just edging that one out. And what I think about going forward, Gamrot, you know, just coming off the loss to, to Darius, and I just don't think that Gamrot, while he's ranked number seven, I think that's his ceiling. Because I don't think you can go into the top five of that division and expect to be successful with the way he defeated Turner last night because he was barely successful against Turner. Turner started catching him uh, with some good shots, and that's when Gamrot took it to the ground, uh, got him in the in the body triangle, and just kind of held on. 
uh, didn't do a lot of work, and I think some of the judges saw that, and that's why he got the split decision because there just wasn't a lot of damage being done to Turner, and he was really the, the aggressor on the feet. Uh, but Gamrod able to, to get the decision. We'll see. We'll see what happens, see if he makes adjustment, adjustments going forward um, to, to, to really make a difference in that division. But I kind of think that we know who that top five is in that division, and it's really hard to break into. I think of it, one of the most exciting things that, that we were all anticipating last night, especially those of us who are in the hobby and are, um, are into collecting cards and, and looking for the hottest new prospects, we saw the UFC debut of Bo Nickel. And he was so impressive in that first round, uh, getting the submission over Jamie Pickett uh, in, the, in a middleweight contest. And Bo Nickel, you know, he, he did what he's done to, to, to everybody so far. And just really impressive, a little controversy, Pickett um, appealing that decision, but uh, he thought that he took a shot to the to the crotch, but uh, Nichols said he got him on the upper thigh. Said he would have, you know, would have uh, held off and and not kept charging forward had he done that. But he said he didn't. Um, that's just not the way he he wants to win a fight. Um, I, I want to tend to believe him right now. That that you know I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt just starting out. That um, and, and I'm sure that the, the UFC and the Nevada State Athletic Commission will as well. That, that Bo Nickel will be justified and you know hold on to that victory with there won't be a no contest I'm sure that that uh just a lot of pride there for Jamie Pickett don't blame him you know if that's what he felt and that's what he thought then you know go for it I also saw that and and that was just the main card and you know there were some fights on the prelims because it was just such a great card um you saw uh Drikus Duplessis getting a victory over Derek Brunson um and then kind of seeing social media after the fight that that, that might have been it for Derek Brunson. He came in ranked number five in the middleweight division. And uh, Drakus Duplessis, a lot of people were high on him going into the fight. Uh, didn't look all that, you know, overwhelming. Uh, both men seemed to have emptied the gas tank early in that fight. And uh, Duplessis getting the victory uh, kind of at the at the bell and, and Derek Brunson's uh, corner throwing in the towel as Duplessis, you know, got off a good shot right before the the end of, of a round. So uh, Duplessis going to move up and um, going to see, you know, he just wasn't impressive as he has been. And it really showed, you know, not a lot left in the tank uh, after that, that contest. So we'll see how he works on that conditioning and how he makes adjustments going forward. I think uh, some of the other matchups we saw last night, Ian Gary, the, the Irishman, defeating Son Canaan in a welterweight matchup. I think that was good. From a hobby standpoint, uh, Gary in the rookie cards this year, uh, a lot of people on him. Um, so that's somebody to watch going forward. If you got some of those Ian Gary rookies, uh, those look to be uh, pretty good investments right now. We also saw the return of former bantamweight champion Cody Garbrandt getting victory over Trevin Jones. And Garbrandt was pretty impressive over the first two rounds um, and then uh, just kind of held on um, in that last round as Jones started to get the better of him. Uh, came out today that, that Garbrandt may have been injured, had a neck injury that he was dealing with. Um, and, and so he looked kind of like the old Cody Garbrandt through two rounds, but 
look like the recent Cody Garbrandt in round three. So we'll have to see what happens with, with no love going forward. And then, I mean, I like Cody Garbrandt. I was uh, a big fan of his um, watching him win the, the Bantamweight title. And uh, just, you know, it's been kind of kind of hard to watch uh, lately. And, and that was pretty refreshing, you know, early on. Um, so just hope that, that, you know, it gets over that injury and can keep moving forward. Saw a top 15 women's flyweight matchup and Amanda Hibas defeating Vivian Arujo in an impressive performance by Hibas. Uh, another great women's matchup was uh, Tabitha Ricci, Baby Shark defeating Jessica Penne, women's strawweight matchup. Ricci getting in the armbar, a really impressive move. I, I think probably if you're just going to watch one sequence of a fight from last night um, with all those great finishes and great people on the card. Um, I think Tabitha Ricci's finish of Jessica Penne was probably the most impressive, just getting the hip toss on her, uh, really slamming her down and taking control and getting that arm bar. So the way she went about it was was impressive. Um, and I'm not the most technical person, and I, I'm, I'm just going to say that I'm not a technical person. I leave that to experts who've been doing this for a long time. Uh, my my thing is is to talk about the hobby and, and not so much about the fights themselves because the way the show's formatted is I'm going to talk about uh, the the recent card first and I'm going to talk about that for you know five or ten minutes and we're going to talk about what that means going forward and then we're going to talk about some of the big matchups coming up and some matchups to make and so we're going to talk about events for you know. 15, 20 minutes. And so that's the beginning of the show. And then we start getting into the hobby aspect in the second half of the show. So I want to keep it to about 45 minutes. Um, really haven't opened a big hobby box yet. So we'll see how long it takes to get through this box of optic. But we've been pretty good about staying around 45 minutes. Um, I think that's that's a good number to shoot for. But you know, if we go a little longer uh, opening cards, that's never a bad thing. But I'm not going to go through and really break down every matchup that happened. That's just not my strong suit. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll just touch on it and, and kind of relate it back to, to what that means going forward and, you know, you know, what that means from a hobby perspective. So that, that was UFC 285, a great a great event from T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. And so what we have next, coming up next weekend, March 11th, and it's actually at the Virgin Hotel in Las Vegas, and a pretty good card. And we start off with the Bantamweight matchup, number two against number three. We've got Piotr Jan against Marab Dabalashvili. So good matchup there in the Bantamweight division. And with, you know, a potential matchup with Aljamain Sterling and Henry Cejudo on the horizon. Got Sean O'Malley uh, lurking there. You know, could be uh, Marab pulls that off. Could see him uh, jump into that that title picture pretty quickly. Um, but you got O'Malley waiting in the wings, and and so it'll be interesting going forward and a great division to watch. And also added to that card had the event canceled last week with Nikita Krylov uh, missing uh, the event with an with a illness. And it's supposed to be the main event um, last week. And so Nikita Krilov, ranked number six, he'll be taking on the eighth-ranked 
light heavyweight Ryan Spann. It's actually, I was reading today, it's going to be a catch weight. So um, as, as both men went through a training camp, went through a weight cut, so I uh, believe they're going to they're gonna have a catch weight fight there. Um, other matchups, top 15 matchup in the heavyweight division, Alexander Volkov, and uh, he's number, ranked number eight against number 13, Alexander Romanov. And it, you know, that's a pretty full, full night. Um, you can go through and, and find the rest of that card. Uh, pretty decent card for a fight night. Pretty exciting. Should be fun to watch. And then uh, we get to UFC 286 on March 18th in London. We've got uh, champion Leon Edwards facing the former champion Kamara Usman for the welterweight title. And in the lightweight division, number three, Justin Gaethje against number six, Rafael Vaziv. Uh, just some of the other highlights coming up. We've got fight night March 25th in San Antonio, not too far from me. I'm in the Houston area. I uh, wish I could be there, but I won't be able to make it that weekend. Um, hopefully I'll be making an event sometime um, as we keep going along with the show that it gets bigger and bigger and I can start kind of going on the road with these events. It'd be nice. Uh, but you got Marlon Chido Vera taking on Corey Sandhagen, number four against number five in the Bantamweight division. You just see how stacked that division is. It's just... It's just going to be really interesting to see that going forward right after, you you know, as we get to uh, UFC 288, we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, but you also have uh, the women's bandweight division, third-ranked Holly Holm against number six, Yana Santos. And, you know, some of these events that, that they, they've been adding on to, to some recently announced events, UFC 287, April 8th in Miami. It's going to be the middleweight champion, Alex Pereira taking on the former champion Israel Adesanya. And you've got a top 11 matchup with number five Gilbert Burns against number 11 Jorge Masvidal in the welterweight division. And also added to that Kevin Holland against Santiago Ponzinibbio. And you're going to see uh, the second matchup of uh, the phenom, 18-year-old phenom Raul Rosas Jr. against Christian Rodriguez in the bantamweight division. And another bantamweight matchup, top 15. Number six, Rob Font against number 13, Adrian Yanez. And also, you know, you've got other ranked fighters on, on that card. Kelvin Gastelum taking on Chris Curtis in the middleweight division. Michael Chiesa taking on Leach uh, in the welterweight division and the women's strawweight division. Michelle Waterson Gomez against Luana Pinera. So a great event at UFC 287 coming up. All these just, you know, if, if you're a UFC fan, um, the card makers really uh, – getting us into the action early this year. Um, it's really exciting. Even the, these fight night events are, are, have been great. Um, fight night on April 15th features Max Holloway against Arnold Allen. In the featherweight division, Max Holloway ranked number one, Arnold Allen number four. So you can kind of see where this is going because you're, you're going to see a matchup likely with uh, Alex Volkanovsky um, against Yair Rodriguez to unify the featherweight title and then probably the winner of Holloway and Allen, you know, getting the winner of that one. Some other things that, that have happened this week, uh, fight night on April 22nd from the Apex in Las Vegas, number three, Sergey Pavlovich against number four, Curtis Blades in the heavyweight division. Um, we'll talk about that in a second, how that kind of factors in. Uh, you've also got Song Yudong taking on Ricky Simon in the bantamweight division, the top 10 matchup there. Uh, fight night, April 29th, uh, Seoul, Korea. And it looks like it's going to be number nine, Ilya Tapuria, against uh, number six, the Korean zombie, 
in the featherweight division. Nothing else, nothing official there yet, but that's a likely uh, headliner for that event in Seoul. And then UFC 288, May 6th, uh, at a site to be determined. Um, not official yet, but you're likely going to see the Bantamweight champion Aljamain Sterling taking on Henry Cejudo, former champion. And then also in the lightweight division, former champion and number one contender Charles Oliveira taking on the number four contender Benil Dariush. We also got, got a women's strawweight matchup, Marina Rodriguez against Verna Jandaroba and Jessica Andraj and Jan Shannon matching up. That one just coming out this week, at number six against number five. Also, fight night on May 13th to be determined uh, on the location. Uh, Fifth-ranked light heavyweight Anthony Smith going to be taking on number seven Johnny Walker. Uh, I've got a heavyweight matchup, Yair Rosenstrike against Yalton Almeida, number nine against number 14. And then we kind of keep going with the events that, that have been that are uh, in the works and not officially announced, but May 20th. On uh, a fight night, site to be determined in the women's strawweight division, number seven, Mackenzie Dern against number 12, Angela Hill. So that's kind of what the schedule has, has looked like, some of the things that have um, leaked out this week and, and things that we've kind of added on to our schedule. Uh, I think the one thing that, that you can kind of bank on at this point, that at UFC 290 on July 8th, that'll be in Las Vegas, International Fight Week, that you're going to see John Jones take on the number two heavyweight contender, former champion, uh, Stipe Miocic. So John Jones, uh, people's, you know, after last night, I don't think that they argue that he's the greatest of all time anymore, but you've got Stipe who uh, people don't really argue that he's the greatest heavyweight of all time. So that'll be a tremendous matchup. And you kind of see where this is going because we talked about um, Sergei Pavlovich and Curtis Blades on April 22nd. This seems like a, a little tournament right here that you've got number one against going, going against number two and then number three against number four. And you would likely see the, the winners of those matchups take on each other for the heavyweight title, you know, somewhere down the line before the end of the year. So it would be a, be a great matchup. You know, Jones, Miocic, and Pavlovich, and Blades as that they play a, a little heavyweight tournament there over the next few months. So we've gone through the schedule and I think some other matchups that that we want to talk about, or one I want to talk about anyway, is um, in the women's flyweight division with Alexa Grasso defeating Valentina Shevchenko last night. And what does that do with Aaron Blanchfield and, and Tyla Santos and, and all the, the, the women's uh, flyweight division and is Aaron Blanchfield next in line will she take on Alexa Grasso will Shevchenko get the rematch against Grasso uh, before Aaron Blanchfield gets her chance uh, it's all you know all things up in the air at this point I think the one thing with you know these former champions getting the immediate rematch you've got uh, Usman against Edwards coming up you've got Pereira against Adesanya coming up so you've got these rematches. I think what happens with those, um, just, just my perspective, is um, in those cases, the champion was leading on the scorecards and uh, got caught. And, and so um, it happened with Grasso and Shevchenko. Shevchenko went um, for a, a spinning kick. Uh, she missed, 
and Grasso took her back and was able to submit her. So um, you saw the same thing, you know, Leon Edwards hitting that 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 headshot on the kick to to Usman, and then Pereira catching Adesanya late. Um, but in all all three cases, uh, I believe the champion was ahead on the scorecards, and that's why they get the immediate rematch because um, all it took was was one mistake uh, by those champions, and, and they and they got caught and they and, and they got finished. So. Um, I think you might see Shevchenko. Uh, I think she's earned those stripes to, to be able to, to get that immediate rematch. But a lot of us want to see Erin uh, Blanchfield and, and what she can do. Um, so it would be interesting to see that division going forward. You know, um, you know, Blanchfield may have to wait her turn one more time as Shevchenko uh, gets a chance to, to regain that belt. Uh, the interesting thing I heard this week was Shev- Shevchenko uh, – the new UFC belts, uh, they have a place on them where they put a ruby for each title defense, and I think it takes eight to fill up uh, the whole thing. And so Shevchenko was going uh, to be the first one since the redesign of the belt to become the first one to fill up that section with, with the rubies, um, and she she fell short. So she wasn't able to, to get that last one in there. Um, so now we'll, we'll see what happens going forward. So I think that that is uh, about enough that we've covered about last night in UFC 285 and what we have going forward. And we'll kind of move into our hobby section of the show. So we've seen over the last couple of weeks, uh, we'll uh, look at what we've pulled out of those immaculate boxes here in a second. We'll move on to optic. We we went. I have these optic boxes because I I had these uh, before, but they're a little bit older. And I got the immaculate, and I figured let's just go with what's hot. Let's go ahead and open the immaculate while we have it. We'll get to the optic later. And so that's why we we're going the optic now, and uh, we'll do that next week. Then we'll get to the the twenty two prism in um, two weeks from now. And hopefully we'll be seeing some 2023 Prism coming out pretty soon, and I can get my hands on some of that, and we'll start opening as much as we can. Uh, the, the one announcement I want to make about that is um, just, just everybody who can support the show, I hope that you will. I just hope that you tell the, – the main thing is tell your friends about the show. Anybody who would be interested in this, uh, let them know to subscribe. That will really help us out to get those numbers up. Um, and, and cause everything that, that we can monetize on the show will be put back into the show. The, the more support that I have, I can have towards buying, uh, more products it, it is what I want to do is I, I want to buy more prism. I want to open that up on the show. And, um, if anybody wants to donate to the show, I'd really appreciate that. Um, we'll kind of have a, I'll find some kind of gift for you, but, um, any gift that, that is made to the show, um, you can contact me, Russ, at orange-fire.com. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, at Orange Fire Media, any social media outlet, and, and, and I'll let you know how you can do that. Um, but anything that is donated to the show will go into uh, buying more products, and right now it would be Prism, and, and that's what we're looking forward to here in the next few weeks. Still don't have a release date on Prism or a checklist, but I'm really interested in both. 
Uh, once we get the checklist, we'll talk about m- more about that on the show when we get that to see what rookies other than Alex Pereira are going to be in there. We want to see some, some Aaron Blanchfield, um, just see some other. Uh, I don't know that Bo Nickel and, and Raul Rosas Jr., if they were recent enough to, to be able to make it into this set, but it would be really awesome if they were. And so we'll just have to keep our eye out on that. So now let's get to our hobby top five for the week. That's what we do before we get into opening cards. So we're going to start with number five, and this is tough. I I mean, picking number five is always the hardest. Um, And so number five this week, and and I base this on just – the price of, of certain fighters' cards, uh, how much they're going for in breaks. I kind of keep my eye on a couple of different um, metrics to to come to my conclusion. And jumping into the top five this week, it's interesting. It may change uh, upcoming here in the next couple of weeks. It may change on April 8th. But uh, Israel Adesanya is number five. People are still after Izzy. Um, I think that the reason why he is he is in here, why he jumps in here, is because he's in everything. And there are really low-numbered cards and, and chase cards of Izzy in everything. So um, so everybody's, everybody likes him. Uh, everybody's after his cards. And so he jumps in at number five. Um, and the, the top four, they've, they've moved around, but they're the same names. Uh, number four this week is Sugar Sean O'Malley. Uh, number three, Islam Makachev. And the top two spots again, but they are switching places this week. Number two is Hamzat Shemaev. And the number one this week, coming off a of victory, is no question. It is Shavkat Rachmanov. Um, so if you're if you're on and you're on the chat, you have a disagreement about those, let me know. Um, that's my top five for the week. So we'll go one through five now. Rachmanov, Shemaev, Makachev. O'Malley and Adesanya and actually this week I was going to give you an honorable mention to to see how I arrive at this so my next four are Ilya Teporia, Tom Aspinall, Patty Pimblett and Habib Nurmagomedov. I know Habib's been out but man people still want his cards and we'll pay a lot to to get them so um, that that's my top nine this week hadn't done that before but those are my honorable mentions just as you know, just to let you know, pull back the curtain a little bit to let you know um, how I kind of arrive at that top five, what other names I'm kind of considering. Um, and the reason why, I mean, Patty was, was really hot this year early on, but um, as kind of the results have, have not been as favorable, uh, Patty's in a lot of products and, uh, you know, it's just a, a big name to chase. He's really popular. Um, but I just don't think carries the, the results that, that the top five does at this point. And Tapuria and Aspinall, Pimblet, all rookies. Um, Rachmanov, a rookie, and he's in that top spot, and, and that's a big reason why is because those are the big rookie cards this year. So what we're doing this week is opening these boxes of Optic, but before we do that, we're going to look at our card giveaways and these are cards we're going to give away at some point to our subscribers so every car every lot is five fighters and every lot has a numbered card so you see right there uh, numbered Justin Gaethje 
a lot of these are from Chronicles, and we'll be adding, adding to these whatever we pull out of the retail boxes, and these will go into, into these lots. And so there you can see some Optic, some Chronicles, some Donruss, and there's a Silver Prism. So, you know, not, not just giving away, you know, base cards here. Um, got a 11 card Holly Home lot right here. That card numbered to 99. So, you know, if you like Holly Home, subscribe and get entered into, into our card giveaway. So that's Holly Home. Got a Jan Blahovich lot. That one's numbered to 99. So we'll, anything that we pull out of Optic and, and out of the Prism will be added to this. There's a Prism from last year, Blahovich. We'll get to the big one here in a second, especially after last night. We got Robert Whitaker. That one's numbered to 199, but all of these include a numbered card. And we'll be giving all of these away at some point. But gotta get those numbers up. That, that's the, the big thing. And, and it's not, you know, it's not just me wanting numbers. It, it's just wanting to grow this community. And, you know, the, the more success that this podcast has, uh, the more products that I can buy. That, that's really the bottom line on it. Um, it's not for me to, to stroke my ego and, and me to want to be the best podcaster out there. It's not about that. It's really about just getting more cards for us to look at together. That, that's really all my own, my only motivation right there um, is for that reason. Um, so here is the big one. This is a 13-card John Jones lot at this point because we've been adding to it here over the last few weeks. And... Uh, the number card, this one's numbered to 199, but a couple of really nice looking cards in this lot. As you see, pretty good selection of Chronicles and adding an optic there, adding a prism into that lot. It's a huge John Jones lot um, after last night, and that, that's how those cards will be sent to you in the top loaders, um, first class. Uh, so tell your friends about that to subscribe and, you know, we will, we will do that at some point. Let me adjust this camera before we get going here, make it a little bit easier to see these cards, but that is our, that's going to be our fighter lot giveaway and that is only open to subscribers. So, um, if you subscribe to the show. You'll be entered into that, but you do need to make your profile public so I can see it, so I can enter your name into it, or you got to let me know uh, that you're a subscriber. And again, my email address is russ at orange-fire.com, and you can find me on all the social media platforms at Orange Fire Media. Find me on Facebook, um, just Russ Renault, and a really great card group that, that I'm a member of is UFC Sports Cards, Breaks Run by Kevin Fernandez, a really great group. Um, a lot of people, you know, who are subscribers are from that group, and I really appreciate them being on here and supporting me and hope that everybody else will sign up at some point because um, 
you know, kind of missing out. This is a good place to go to get cards because, uh, like I said, everything is available on here. You just have to get in touch with me, and we'll, we'll work something out. We can work out a trade, make me an offer. But um, not so much. I do like to trade, but um, kind of looking to, to build up that cachet for, to buy some more Prism this year. That, that's, that's what I want to do over the next month is, is just kind of build up as much um, credit you know, to, to, to really cash in on the prism and open as many boxes of that as we can, because, you know, it takes a while for select to come out after that. Um, so I just kind of want to have, you know, the, the, the prism, uh, stock built up so that we can open stuff pretty regularly and not have to go into my lot box, which we haven't done yet. We haven't had to do yet, but I think, you know, We'll see. We'll see how, how we go along and see if we ever have to do that. So we'll start off with this retail box of Optic. Thirty cards in this box. I think we've opened one box of Optic so far. But not no hobbies yet. Just kinda did a teaser with the with the retail and that's the other thing i don't want to buy as much retail i do want to buy as many hobbies as we can and not just be open to retail just because that's all we have um it's all we can get our hands on that week uh, so so for those of you new to uh trading cards the the retail boxes are the ones you can buy at at uh, Target, Walmart, wherever you can find those. Um, the smaller boxes, they're about 25 bucks. But your, your chances, you're not guaranteed an autograph, you're not guaranteed any, any numbered cards. Uh, the best I've done uh, last year with the 22 product, um, back when Don Rust came out, I was able to pull uh, of 49 Charles Oliveira but that was the only numbered card I, I think I pulled out of a retail box um, all year long so um, the chances aren't as good but you know just just a fun rip good to get the kids involved and not have to spend a fortune on a hobby box but I'll go through every card um, as we go along and just so the people that are that are listening on audio only uh, know exactly what we're looking at and they can go back later and see exactly um, you know what we open so um, here's here's the base cards in this box of retail optic Raquel Pennington uh, Misha Tate Caitlin Ch Chukagian that's a women's run there to begin with uh, Frankie Edgar and look at that John Jones Dominator that we will add to that lot. 14 John Jones cards in that lot right now. So really pulling out the bones. Before we open that hobby box, we're going to get to um, what we pulled out of those boxes of Immaculate just so you can see what we've pulled on the show so far. The Kamaro Usman, Macy Barber, George St. Pierre, 
Amanda Nunez, and Alexander Volkanovsky, also known as the Great. So there's that, get one insert card in here on average. So that the so as explained the difference and in the hobby box, you know, you're pretty much guaranteed one one autograph in optic. Some of the other products you're guaranteed two. Like you can see um, the prism, two autographs per average. 144 cards in that prism box, and really looking forward to that one. So number two on our hobby top five, there's the base. Hamzat Shemaev, Giga Chikadze, Yuri Prohachka, Alexander Pantoja, and My House Rose Nami Units. So nothing numbered halfway through. And so if you've got a question, comment, feel free to, to leave something in the chat. Happy to take a look at it. Pack number four, the Dustin Poirier. Tai Tuivasa. TJ Dillashaw. Former champion now, Valentina Shevchenko. And look at that, back-to-back. -back. You got a silver prism. Valentina. So, that'll go into our lot box. One day we'll pull those out. We've got some, some, you know, lots of every fighter they kind of put together, all the big fighters that I put together. There's some number cards spread throughout there. Pack number five and one left. So Justin Gaethje we can add to that lot. Paulo Costa. Flyweight champion Brandon Moreno. Lauren Murphy. And stargazing Aljamain Sterling. That's the insert card in that pack. So to finish off this retail box before we get into the hobby, which is what everybody's been waiting for anyway, but I have to get through this retail first. Sorry about the pack noise in the microphone, but base cards, Alexander Volkanovsky, Mirab Devalishvili, Rafael Dos Anjos, Carla Esparza, and the insert card is a Piotr Jan Dominators. I kind of got a scratch there at the top too, so not perfect. All right, so before we get into this hobby box, I want to show everybody what we pulled out of the immaculate boxes that we had. Um, I am missing one card, did sell one card this week, uh, Saeed Nurmagomedov, um, so that one has been in the mail, but this was the big one for me, I do collect Tom Aspinall, and so I pulled this one on last week's show, um, Shadow Box 68 of 99 on that one, uh, this one was pulled two weeks ago, this is a big one out of that one, uh, Yuri Perhachka, the red 20 of 25 the biggest one so far the biggest pull i've ever had um, as far as numbers go uh, was this henry cejudo three of four um, the jumbo memorabilia the walkout pants uh, just a 
slick looking card. Uh, if you're a Henry Cejudo fan, um, you know, that's about as good as you can get other than a one of one. Also, you got uh, Matt Brown autograph, all time greats, 86 of 99. Two weeks ago, he pulled the Zhang Wei Li moments, winning the UFC strawweight title in 2019, and won it again last year. Uh, jumbo memorabilia, Francis Ngannou. That's numbered to 99. The Derek Lewis autograph memorabilia. That's numbered to 99. This one was a good one, a gold. Uh, Mark Coleman, all-time greats. Auto, all of these on card, and that one's numbered four of ten. Another autograph memorabilia card, former strawweight champion Joanna Yanjechuk. Memorabilia cards numbered to 99, Tai Tuavasa, and of Tisha Torres. So that is what we pulled out of Immaculate. If you're interested in any of that, just let me know. Russ at orange-fire.com. Get those back out of the way. Really don't want to mess those up. And also want to make a little bit more room, so I'm going to get get our giveaway cards out of the way again get your friends to subscribe to be entered into the card giveaways it's the only way that that people can be entered into the giveaway is to be a subscriber apologize for that so here we go with the 2022 Don Russ Optic Hobby Box. This is the first one of two. We'll do the same thing next week. We'll have retail and then we'll open a hobby box of Optic next week. And then two weeks from now, we will open the Prism, which is what I'm looking forward to because um, the I got it backwards earlier. Um, Donruss came out after Prism. And then Select came out. And then uh, Chronicles. So we'll we'll get as much Prism as we can after, after that. After we get through the 22, we'll get to the 23. And hopefully we can make it until the Donruss comes out. We'll just see how long it takes us to get through this hobby box. We've already gone 45 minutes, so usually by this point we're wrapping it up. But we're probably going to have at least another 20 minutes or so on the show going through this hobby box. So I want to get get some of this stuff out of the way as we can, so we can protect any numbered cards that we that we find, anything that's um, the autograph card that's in here.
So I think we're all set. So anything numbered, we will take care of. Let me get this other hobby out of the way so I've got some, some more room. So here we go. First hobby box of Optic this year for me. Again, if you see anything you like, just let me know. So here we go. Uh, Brandon Moreno. I've already seen some of these. Lauren Murphy. Alexander Volkanovsky. And Kamaro Usman. And Dominators. It's the only insert card in that one. Not as exciting as the Immaculate. That, that's just a, a fun rip. Rob Devalishvili. These are the base cards. Um, Rafael Dos Anjos. Carla Esparza. And a blue Michelle Watterson Gomez. That one is numbered 89 to 99. So... My first numbered card out of Optic this year. And Michelle Watterson Gomez. When is her fight? I know it's coming up. I've got to find it on my schedule up here. Well, I'll find it at some point. We'll get this in here. So there's our first numbered card in Optic. It's really bothering me that I can't find Michelle Watterson on this list. Here we go. Let's just keep going. Here we go with the third pack. The interim featherweight champion, Yair Rodriguez. Robert Whitaker. We'll add that. There we go. Number one on the hobby top five. There we go. Rated rookie, Shavkat Rachmanov. Nice. And a silver, Dustin Poirier. So there we go. Number one on the hobby top five, Shavkat. Dustin Poirier to add. Got to put that Robert Whitaker into our into our pile. So let's take care of Shavkat. I know it's a base card, but he's just so hot right now. People will even buy that. He's been a hard pull for me this year. Him and, and for whatever reason, Tracy Cortez. Um, I have not pulled a single Tracy Cortez card this whole year. And I found the Michelle Watterson Gomez fight April 8th, UFC 287 in Miami. She'll be taking on Luana Pinheiro in the strawweight matchup. Watterson Gomez, number 11. Pinheiro, number 13. So there's a shop cotton there. Nice if we could get an auto out of the next one. That's our next shop cut that we get. So here's this pack. Yuri Prochka, Alexander Pantoja, Dustin Poirier, 
and a stargazing Conor McGregor. So. The hobby boxes really extend the show. Uh, that's a nice one. I, I cheated. I, I saw the saw the insert card, and it's a good one. So here's the base cards: Tai Tuivasa, T.J. Dillashaw, another Val Valentina Shevchenko, and check this one out: number two on our hobby top five. Look at this: Hamzat Shemaev Dominators. It's a prism. And it is numbered number seven of 49. Awesome. Uh, 49 pull, that's good. Start building out another lot of Hamzat. Able to get a, a lot of him this year, and, and, and those do not stick around long. You put those up for sale, and, and they're gone. Um, so really good pull there. So look at that one. Again, 7 of 49. So two numbered cards so far. Another Justin Gaethje to add to our to our lot. Paulo Costa, Chris Dacus, Raider Rookie, and a TJ Dillashaw Silver Prism. Still looking for our auto. Haven't pulled one of those yet. The base cards, Bilal Muhammad, the Iceman Chuck Liddell, Ian Gary, he got a win last night. And the Silver Prism, Alexander Pantoja. Base cards in this pack, Piotr Jan, Jan Shanan, Charles Oliveira, and there we go, Marco Sullivan. There's your BJ Penn, my house. Be getting that one, my friend. And try not to see that that insert card on the bottom. I got to open it in a way that I can avoid that. But here we go: Derek Brunson, Davison Figueredo, welterweight champ Leon Edwards, and stargazing Max Holloway. Here we go, Anthony Smith, Henry Cejudo, and Zhang Wei Li, and also known as Blessed Max Holloway, not numbered, uh, Holloway in the previous pack, about halfway through here. I like getting Anthony Smith, um, I, just a personal note, uh, I listened to the Believe You Me podcast, Michael Bisping and Anthony Smith, and um, really kind of uh, encouraged me to, or 
you know, inspired me to, to do this. And, and I said, what, what can I do as a podcast for the UFC that, and UFC related that would be different because I'm not going to talk about fights the way that the fighters themselves, former fighters do. What can I do? Um, can I make a hobby podcast that's interesting? I hope it is um, still growing. Like I said, this episode number six um, and just trying to do the best I can. And hopefully it's something that everybody enjoys and that we can grow this um, bigger and, and open more cards. And I didn't want it to be a break podcast um, just because I, I wanted this to be kind of family friendly. Um, and just, just personal note, just want to be family friendly. I know there's, there's a lot of uh, podcasts that kids can't listen to, but this is, a, this is a hobby that a lot of us have been doing since we were kids. And I want this to be a safe place for them to come and listen and, and you know, and just not have to hear a lot of, a, a lot of bad language. Um, and, you know, it's just not the place for it on this podcast, but you know, there's time place for everything, but, um, just want this to be a place for the hobby that, that kids can get involved and, and ask questions. Um, if it's something they're interested in that, that this is where they, they can come and that it grows and it just becomes a really, a really good show for them. Um, that we help them along and help them in, in the hobby the way that people did, you know, back in the day when we started out. So that's my, that's my personal note there. Um, so here's a Magomed Ankalaev, Calvin Cater, Jared Cannonier, and a Daniel Cormier, Silver Prism, My House. We'll add that to our DC lot. Still looking for our auto. Haven't hit that one yet. Here we go. The base card is Brock Lesnar. Surreal gone. Mavsar Evloev. Rated rookie. And another Valentina Shevchenko Silver Prism. Pulled two of those tonight. Anybody wants a Valentina Silver Prism, let me know. You might be getting that one for free. Here we go. Mark Coleman. Ketlin Vieira. Shogun Hua. And also known as Funkmaster Aljamain Sterling. Auto's still out there. Let me open him this way. So Kevin Fernandez, the pro. I'm sure that's how he does it. I've just figured that out. So here we go. Curtis Blades, Anderson Silva, Jessica Andrade, and in my house, Alexander Volkanovsky. So we got two numbered cards early. I haven't seen one in a while, so maybe this one will have one. There we go. It's a base card, but still... People like pulling the Sugar Show. Sean O'Malley, number four on our Hobby Top 5 this week. And our honorable mention would be Nurmagomedov. There's a Holly Holm to add to our to our giveaway lot. And a Juliana Pena. And that's a stargazing Juliana Pena. 
the insert in that one. We're going to get down this last pack before we pull the auto. Here we go. Tisha Torres, Francis Ngannou, Yoanya Jaychuk, and another Juliana Pena insert in uh, my house. Got four packs left. Pulled two numbered cards so far, but haven't seen the auto. Raquel Pennington. Another Misha Tate. Let's see what we got here. There we go. There's the auto. Optographs. Rose Nami Eunice. So, not not bad. Not bad. Not that one's not numbered, but this next one is. We got uh, two inserts in here. So, protect that rose here in a second. But look at that. Aljamain Sterling, and that one is numbered 64 of 79. So, pretty good pack there. Let's get this Aljo and the Rose packed away. And I'll pull those cards, the numbered cards and the auto, I'll pull those back out. Let me take a look at the, the good pulls from these. Again, if you collect anybody that you see, there's something that you need out of these packs. It's a base card, just let me know. Um, Russ at orange-fire.com so there's a Rose Nami Eunice haven't pulled a Rose auto before that was pretty good Let's see if we get lucky and pull another auto out of here might be asking a little bit too much might maybe get one more numbered card before we get out of here Caitlin Chukagian, Frankie Edgar, Kamaro Usman, and the Glover Teixeira Dominators. Two more packs left. And that's the first time we've topped the hour mark. And that's, that's what you get with a hobby box. Can't imagine, you know, Kevin Fernandez just, you know, th those breaks and going through those cases. Um, more power to him. That's why, we, that's why we keep it simple on this show. Uh, Macy Barber, another GSP, the John Anik Voices of the Octagon, and uh, Taitu Avasa Silver Prism. One pack left. So here we go. Amanda Nunez. Hamzat Chemaev, Giga Chikazi, and look at that. Last card that we have of the night, and it is a 
Shavkat Rachmanov, Silver Prism. Nice. I know it's not numbered, but man, he's so good. <laughs> so. so I, I don't think I have any Shavkats left. These are the only two I have. People have wanted these so bad. Um, man, I just want to keep ripping stuff, but I got to save it for next week. Um, let's see what we got this week. Save those two. Let's just do those two first. So, you know, they're base, but but number one on our on our hobby top five: Shavkat, Rachmanov, base. And we got the Silver Prism. We pulled the Rosnomic Eunice Optographs. No number on that one. But we got the Aljamain Sterling, numbered 64 to 79. Got the Hamzat Shemaev Dominators. And that one is numbered 7 out of 49. So that was number two on our hobby top five. And the Michelle Watterson Gomez. That was the first insert we pulled. That one's 89 of 99. So we got six cards worth protecting out of that. So uh, the others be added to our fighter lots. Um, got a few to add to our giveaway lots. And we're starting off with five. Um, we're going to have more. Uh, that's just the start. I just want, that's just to get started. That's to finish off the 2022 products. Um, we're going to give those away. Um, when I finish the, the rips of the 2022 products, which will be in two weeks when I finish with that, with this box of prism, we'll have this box of prism coming up two weeks from now on March 19th. Um, we're going to do another optic retail, optic hobby combo next week on next week's show. Uh, we do this every Sunday at, at 9 o'clock Central Time on YouTube. And then I upload the audio afterwards, and you can listen to it. Uh, if, you, if you're listening and you hear anything that you like, uh, just let me know. You can go back and watch the show if you want to see it. Um, it's all there. Uh, every platform you can think of uh, but we start off live on YouTube every Sunday at 9 p.m. Central Time and we open something every week hasn't been a week yet that, that I've had to go to to my box uh, my lot box is what I call it um, I've just got a bunch of, of fighter lots broken out um, but we're going to start off by giving away those five fighter lots that I showed you earlier um, John Jones the new heavyweight champion greatest of all time um, got a Holly Holm, Justin Gaethje, Robert Whitaker, and Jan Blahovic. We're going to give away five lots of those fighters, and each one has a numbered card in it. Um, the John Jones, I think we, we pulled one here. That one's up to 14 cards now, and we've got two weeks left to add to it. We're going to add some Optic next week, and then we're going to add some Prism in two weeks and, and I can't wait because I haven't opened any prism yet this year I started with a Donruss and worked all the way through the select and the Chronicles um, the immaculate and the optic so I've opened um, something of everything 
um, hobby boxes of everything except for Prism, and uh, I've got one left, and then I'm looking forward to it. Hope you are too, and I hope you tell everybody about it because um, th this show is only going to be as good as its subscribers. And I'm really looking forward to, to bring you a, a good show every week, some the, a place to come and talk about what's going on in the UFC and uh, what's going on in the card hobby. We'll, hopefully, we'll have some more news on Prism soon. Maybe we'll have a release date. At least a checklist would be nice, uh, but we'll see and we'll, we'll stay tuned for that. But again, thanks for everybody who's been here from the beginning. Thanks to everybody who, who's here for the first time. Uh, one more look at, at the pulls we had from Optic tonight. Uh, Hamzat of 79, Aljo of 49, the, the Rosanami Unis Auto, the, the Shavkat Silver Prism, and the Michelle Watterson of 99. So that is this week's show, show number six. It was a good one. First one of March. Uh, thanks, everybody, for, for coming in and uh, tell your friends about it and subscribe to be entered into those card giveaways. That, that's the only way that you can be entered into the giveaway is to subscribe. So let everybody know, and we'll see you next time, next Sunday, 9 p.m. Central, right here on YouTube. I'm Russ Renault. Good night, everybody, and have a great week.